Welcome back to the League Podcast. We have this week coming all the way out from the West Coast, Scott Schechner. How you doing, Scotty? Talk to me. What's going on? I'll pretend you said my last name, Schechter, and not Schechner, but... Um, Launchpad, I meant, from uh, <laughs> California. <laughs> how, he's giving us West Coast vibes this week. Uh, how you doing out there, bud? Fantastic. You know, I heard we were doing a morning show, so I made myself uh, one of these famous California Dreamin' uh, patented drinks that I invented the other night. Oh, oh yeah, you, you put that into the chat, and several people hated on it because of the eggnog. I personally like eggnog, and I think I'm going to try that this, this uh, year. So just tell us what it, that drink is. So it's one part eggnog, one part vodka, and then one part orange soda. Mm -hmm. And then you pour the soda in last at the end, and then all the carbonation in the fizz causes it to like foam up, foam up and you stir it up. It's nice. Tastes like an orange creamsicle pop. And what's the name? It's uh, Cal California Dream. All right. Excellent. That's a good place to stop the song then. Uh, all right, man. We're going to go into, you know, big story this week. Gettleman – not Gettleman. Wait, wish. Um, Garrett firing the Giants, man. You, you being a Giants fan, like, is this the beginning of the end of this whole regime? Or is, like, you know, we're just – he's a scapegoat for now. I hope so. I'm worried that he is a scapegoat for now. Like, knowing the Giants – they still believe in Gettleman and they're probably like, well, we have to let him execute the plan. They're probably like giving him excuses. Oh, well, the offense, you know, Garrett wasn't the right offense uh, coordinator. Like, we need to give him yeah. someone who could work better with blah, blah, blah. So no. I'm, I'm worried that Gettleman is somehow immune from this responsibility, even though he needs to be gone. He, I mean, there's a bunch of fireball offenses from him, but like, yeah, no doubt Garrett was not the guy. He spent 10 years on Dallas just, you know, coming up short. Like, I, I, I hated Garrett as when that signing happened. Uh, I, mean, did, I didn't think anyone liked it. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping it's they hired him and fired him just to learn the Cowboys playbook, but <laughs> I don't think it helped it at matter. all. I don't think we even beat the Cowboys since he's been here. <laughs> um, so let's go right into um, uh, League of Extraordinary Fantasy, gentlemen. Uh, big things happened last week. Uh, I held on to first. Uh, I, I came back and beat Kuhn uh, after he started talking shit on Monday. He was like, oh, I thought you were going to beat me, blah, blah. And then, uh, you know, Eckler uh, uh, threw up on him. Uh, was it, I think, four touchdowns. And then Tom Brady, not Tom Brady, um, Daniel Jones and Fournette did the rest. Kept my first spot. Miller is surging. He's a, he's in the number two spot now. Um, you could have had number two, Scotty, but like let's just talk about it, man. Giants Giants dicked you twice uh, on Monday night. Devastating loss. Well, as soon as I knew it was Saquon Barkley against the Bucks defense, I knew I was most likely fucked. Well, who was your, uh, who was the other guy you could have started? Well, it did. That wouldn't have mattered at that point. What what really screwed me is quarterback. I couldn't get any points. Joe Burrow has been great all season. As soon as I start him, he scores nine points a game, and I can't win with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, what happened? Uh, what happened to the Bengals? They were like, you know, firing on all cylinders, and then like I don't know, some point in the season, it just kind of you know put it out for them. Yeah, well, they heard that I got I gave the call up from the taxi squad and. Burrow hasn't been able to find his fucking – hasn't even been able to wipe his own ass since. Yeah. Also, I mean, Russell Wilson, who's usually, like, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, he's clearly still hurt. Um, yeah. 
he that finger's not right. They when uh, they like to run anyway, but when you run Alex Collins and like the gang, like it was like ten straight plays, and I was like, what's going on? You have DK Metcalf, you have Tyler Lockett, and you have Russell Wilson. Like, let's throw the football at this point. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty bad over there. But actually, this whole thing with Burrow, one of the reasons I got him is that I'm I've got now a Seahawks hedge. Because I've always had Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett going, and it's like if if they both have a bad game, you know, they they both have a bad game together. Mm-hmm. So at least now I can start one and not have to worry about. Well, right now I don't think right, until Russell Wilson shows me his fingers better, I don't think you can even start him. He's he's giving up duds, his absolute duds. Yeah, uh, well, I'm I'm not going to, and hopefully that plan works out. So my my team, it's always the same thing. It's just all these guys individually have great flashes during the season, but they just cannot put it together and finish when it counts. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole big thing with fantasy uh, football. It doesn't really even matter until you know the playoffs, right? For like you, your season, your team could be firing all cylinders. You'd be undefeated, and then you have one bad week in you know week fifteen or sixteen. You just you don't win. Yeah, I mean that's that's what happened to me last year because Russell, because Wilson and Lockett had that. I, I also had the high. I also had the high score that week on you too. I mean, I also put it to you. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Um, was it Miller? Do we all sleep on Miller? He again, he's he's surging. He's got the most points now. He's back in uh, in a in a buy situation. JT is obvious. He might be a league winner this year. Uh, is, do you think he's got the best chance? Because we didn't even mention him last week in the podcast. Yeah, well, I wasn't on that podcast, but <laughs> you can't count out. You can't count out Miller's team mm-hmm. ever, even if they're having shitty games, shitty weeks, injuries, because you know his team is stacked. I mean, and we're not afraid of his team like we were a few years ago when everyone wanted to quit the league bunch of pussies. that was more feinberg that was and he eventually wins the thing with his worst team like the worst team he's ever put on the field he won with yep and that is why you just got to play to win i mean the giants won two super bowls with a wild card team mm-hmm. hey look you can win this league with a wild card team if you get I mean, in and you have three hot weeks that's all you need really yeah like why why would you want to have the shittiest, shittiest team and come in last place so you have an extra lottery ball when you can have like a, a seventh and eighth or eighth place team and win the consolation bracket and get an extra pick? Mm-hmm. No, like that's well, I well that going back to the rebuilding process that I don't think it's trying to come in last place. It's it's trying to like get rid of all your assets to get future assets and then you just happen to suck at that point right so like the last year last year in the superflex league i won the um the losers bracket right? i got the extra pick but i you know the year two years before that i was I, I sucked right i was just trying to gain more assets and i think like when you when you rebuild like that it's it's not you're on purpose trying to get like an extra ball it's just you're just trying to like get more assets for everything and then conde- and then tr- and then uh, focus them all to try to win like two years later or something like that. Yeah, that's true. I guess I've never completely, completely blown up my team. I mean, you still need to have a guy start each week. Yeah, I just, I, I, usually that first year is real rough. I just put a lineup out and I'm throwing guys that I picked up on the waiver wire like Boston Scott or some shit like that. And they're starting and 
you suck, and hopefully you get uh, hooked up in the draft, and then eventually, you know, it starts to build. And I'll, I'll talk about it more. Well, we talked about it last week, but in Superflex with my team, you know, two, three years ago, I was a joke. I'm the best team in that league at this point, in my opinion. It's funny. Right now, I'm five and six, but my power rank is 10th. Uh, who's I, I, who's your big, big players? Because I know you went quarterback, quarterback the last couple of drafts. You went Herbert, and then you went Lawrence. So I had a really good draft this year. Um, well, depending on how good Trevor Lawrence is. If he sucks, then that would suck. But, yeah, I got Herbert, Lawrence. Well, I got this year I got Lawrence, Rondell Moore, Kenneth Gainwell, Larry Roundtree. And then I also I traded a third to you for Tyler Higby, who is a starting. I mean, he's decent. He starts for me every week. You traded he's the a best. third to me? I think so. I think I traded you a third for Tyler Higby. I I don't think I ever had Tyler Higby. That's probably someone else. Oh, maybe maybe it's Kuhn. I don't know. Probably Kuhn. Yeah, I, I've never owned Tyler Higby in any um, any format. Yeah. Well, I did have a, a good draft this year and last year, but then I lost rugs permanently. So that will set me back. Yeah. You were holding on to him for a little bit. What was this like the – Wait, you woke up in the mirror, looked at yourself, and you're just like, "All right, man, I think this guy's going to jail forever. I don't, I don't think he's playing the NFL ever again." No, well, I still have him on my team. I just haven't dropped him. I didn't drop him for the sake of dropping him. I'll drop him once I need the roster spot and I need to cut someone next. I mean, you might as well just pick up somebody who might fall into a role. I, I, he's not coming back. Yeah, well, I actually have only 19 players on that team anyway, mm-hmm. for some reason. Well, you got to pick up another I mean, player. who am I going to add on the waiver wire? The waiver, there is no waiver wire in that league. It's it's like. Well, in any league we play, it's very, very small, but like, I don't know, somebody, like a third string running back, uh, who knows, man? Like, some guy with athleticism could turn into like another James Robinson or something like that. So if they get the chance, they could succeed. No, I of course. I just. I haven't spent the time on scouring the waiver wires on that league. Um, all right, so going back to League of Short Fantasy, gentlemen, uh, last thing on that, who who is in position to get that last playoff spot now? It's getting kind of bunched up over there. And uh, if you look at the um, uh, standings here, we have uh, – well, this is the wrong one. This one. Uh, I think it, one, two, three, four, five. So James is the last playoff spot, but he's neck and neck with um, Cheese, Feinberg, um, even um, uh, who? What team is extraordinary? That's uh, Wild Dan and uh, Donk. Actually, they're they're all like neck and neck over there trying to get that last playoff spot. Is there any team down there you think that's going to pull through and get that last playoff spot? Oh man, that's really that's a tight race. It's probably going to be Cheese or Feinberg just because they have the game up already. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a lot harder for Donk at five and six with the lowest points scored. Yeah, he's going to need a lot of help for sure. Um, I'm I'm going to say that James, unless there's more bad luck, if you look, he's he's outscored them by almost like 250 points. Oh yeah, I think he he holds on to that unless he just gets unlucky with like you know losing a game or two and they just don't. Yeah, I think James is going to hold on to that too. But this this league is good because we have a good amount of parity. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people, you know, there's the fact that we have so many teams 
at the last week that are still competitive is, is you know, it's pretty good sign. Yeah. Um, I'm like super, super flex is the opposite. We only have like three good teams and everyone else is just absolutely no, garbage. No. Well, go and let's go to Superflex now. Um, I, I don't think that's the case at all. Um, even, even yourself, like who I would consider one of the, uh, you know, bottom teams, you are not far from a playoff spot. So who's the last playoff spot here? It's uh one, two, three, four, five, six is uh James, right? And James is six and five. You're a game behind James. I mean, you're behind him. You're not even that far behind point. You're only 50, you're only 50 points behind James. Um, and you're right there with uh, Kuhn, who's on his way down because he sold off, um, and uh, Steve, and Donk. No, Donk is above James. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so you're you're right there. I mean, you can make it. Yeah, we'll see. I've been lucky that I, everyone I play plays like absolute shit. Mm -hmm. So, well, I don't get how the five looking. the five wins might be better than my record would show, but <laughs> my team does have the capacity on any single week to absolutely blow up because I've got you know Mike Evans, Justin Herbert, you know um, those two guys, AJ Brown. Those three guys. AJ Brown's had a real off season for AJ Brown, you know. Like yeah, I, I, he, that's he's been disappointing as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so you're facing Feinberg this week. This is uh, you know, you should get this win. Feinberg's team is kind of trash, uh, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, you're actually starting Tony Pollard. Uh, I mean, good start, but uh, yeah, I guess they're getting they're you know he's getting more and more carries each week. Yeah, I mean, my team has been bad enough that. He's been startable. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to start ten guys. So mm -hmm. in this yeah. league is he's decent as a flex player. Yeah. Um, let me just go to the show. Uh, so, um, so Cheese took down uh, Wild Dan last week, which um, you know again we're we're top heavy right now. I think the three me Cheese and and Wild Dan are the front runners. But you know any anyone can win in any given week. Um. Dan, it's crazy. We talked about it last week. His his team wasn't like he wasn't ready to compete this year, and he still has all of those picks. So like his team look like looks pretty scary going forward. He has you know a ton of picks. He could trade either for players or or just draft better people. And um, cheese, I thought cheese was going to stink this year. And with James Conner is just a touchdown machine on Arizona. <laughs> like I can't believe that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So. Uh, this this is another log jam for the uh, for the playoffs in this league. Um, who do you think is gonna scratch his way and get in? Uh, do you, do you just gonna bet on yourself? No. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I don't have enough points to win a tiebreaker. No, you're way behind in points. But uh, you, you're probably gonna jump Kuhn because he is just tanking. So you gotta really just uh, hope that James and Steve. When Donk kind of like fall down by the wayside, I'm I'm playing Justin this week, who I totally hope to ship pump, so I can send him down uh, your way. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's it's who's who's uh playing this week in the uh, matchups here. We got uh, what's it uh, stupid loading. All right, so yeah, I'm playing Justin. Uh, James is playing um, Wild Dan, so that that could be a loss for you. That could help you out. Cheese is absolutely putting it to um. Steve right now, but he's actually played most of his roster. And uh, Watts is playing Kuhn, and you're playing Feinberg, and uh, I'm sorry, Kuhn's playing Donk. So, I mean, it's, I, I think, yo, if, if you, would you be happy to sneak in, or do you want to, like, uh, go for that uh, thir that 13th pick overall? Uh, I'd probably be better off 
with the 13th pick because I don't think my team is – I mean, I know I say wild card, anything could happen, mm-hmm. but for me to sneak in the wild card and then win three weeks in a row against better teams, it's going to be a lot more challenging. Gotcha. So I'm going to say that um, – that, uh, Steve uh, overtakes James in this. I, I, he's the former champ. I got. I can't. I can't go against the former champ. Um, oh, he's the reigning champ. I should say. Uh, what's the next thing? Um, okay, so I had a bet with Cheese going into the season about who would be, you know, who's the better team, right? And I, I, didn't, I looked at the fine print, and it wasn't points scored. It was like overall record because Cheese is a fucking pussy, apparently. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I never said uh, he said he suggested overall uh, he says it overall record and not uh, points scored. So like I guess we're going with that, and the we're, we're tied right now. And then again I, I let him get the tiebreaker, which uh, is now you know head to head, and he beat me the first time I played him again at the end of the season. But um, so who do, uh, what do you think about this bet? Who, who's who's in the better position here? Chiefs. He beat you head to head. Yeah, I get him at the end of the season, though. I get him at the last week, so I, I could tie it up. And at that point, um, you know, yeah, it, it it might just come down to the playoffs. And if we face each other in the playoffs, that might be for 50 bucks, Just the match in general. And the, that might be for the title. You could always split it. I'm not splitting that shit. You, again, you, you're you down to take a loss. Like, uh, well, you can't split the um, uh, the bet, right? That would just be like a null and void bet, right? <laughs> Hey, you want to split the bet? Yeah, you keep your twenty-five. I'll keep my twenty-five. So, why do why are you always in for the split? Not going. I'm not always in for the split. You guys make it out to you guys have this story arc in your head that I'm some like shysty cheapster that has to shuckle every dollar that I can get. But the last time I split the third place match, Feinberg offered it to me. He had the clear better team, and I was going to get paid $50 out, and I was losing another bet that I was paying $50 out. So I said, okay, I'll just split this one, and I'll pay out that one. And you guys are like, oh, he's checked fucking splits. He's a splitter. They're like, dude, I got my ass kicked. I lost by like 50 points in that game. I made a fucking great, great bet, and I won 50 bucks. Fuck off, everyone. Well. It was funny that you 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 bet you you like split to lose money though. Like I understand that you lost and that it, it ended up working out for you, but like it, I still it's a, you don't feel that's a bitch move. How do what do you mean I split to lose money? I like, mean I you were going to um win third. You, I'm sorry, you were going to, you were you were playing to win third place, right? Which made yeah. you even for the year on the league, right? But you both decided that it'd be better off for you to just take a fifty dollar loss than to potentially break even so you like you you made an agreement to take a loss i mean sure if you want to mentally balance it out in your head that the hundred dollars i spent months ago i was going to take a loss on versus the fifty dollars that i was going to transfer to pay the debt now for the other bet that i was going to pay off well technically you're doing mental gymnastics is you're 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 adding in other bets you're adding in a ton of other stuff you don't feel that that's kind of like a bitch move? It's not really a bitch move. I don't know. He made the offer. He had the better team, and I said, and I took it. You don't feel I think dirty it's about a smarter it? move. You don't I, I think it? you should ask Feinberg I'll, the same question. I will ask him next time he's on. I'll be like, hey, yes. look, don't you don't don't you feel like that that was a bitch move? And first of all, I I don't think that the uh, the the cheap thing came from that. Uh, there was a whole big story about the Montreal trip where you saw the menu and you started sweating it out and ran out the building. That I think that's where that came from, right? 
I think I had food poisoning, and uh, I was in the bathroom for 45 minutes dying. <laughs> oh, and and I was sweating so hard because in that stupid fucking bathroom, the the light that they had, like, right on top of the stall, like, right over the toilet, was, like, one of these, like, shower lights. So you, like, come out, and it's, like, heated. So you come out of the shower, and it's, like, all, like, nice and warm. So I'm sitting there, and it's, like, 89 degrees under that fucking bulb. <laughs> in immense pain shitting myself so you, and the uh, time i finally came out i i must have looked like i fucking came from hell i was covered in sweat so it wasn't the menu it wasn't like the prices it wasn't the prices what would be like expensive to you like when you look at the menu and you're like oh my god man this is like let's get the fuck out of here i don't know it depends on what uh what i'm going for what am i i mean I'm not going to like sit down inside a restaurant and then be surprised by the prices and then leave. I'll figure out what kind of restaurant it oh, is and so you, have a general idea of how much it costs. Let's say that you're in a group trip and like, you know, you all sit down and like you didn't do the research on it. You were like, oh, we're all going to go to some restaurant. And you open up the thing and you're like, oh man, what is that price? You're like, I didn't expect to be paying like X amount for the for this meal right here. I don't know. I think this again, it's like, all depends on how hungry I am. If there's something next door, if there's not, I mean, if it's the only thing I can get to eat that night, and I got no other choice, all right, then I'm gonna fucking pay it. Schechner, that's the thing. What's... It's supply and demand. Okay, so what's it's like? What's... I'm not like you guys assign this thing like ah, Schechner's this cheap guy. Oh, it's two dollars. <laughs> oh, he's gonna say no, no. So give me a number. I just wanna know what's what's the number that like you open up the menu and you're like, nah, man, I'm just gonna go across the street grab a slice. And this is like a same type of scenario where everyone's you were with the boys. All right. It would be it would have to be if it was if it was something that I didn't really care to eat. Like if it was like for a big steak dinner, I'd be like, oh, I'm fucking going to crush the steak. Like, I know I'm going to spend a lot on a, on a nice steak. Mm -hmm. If it was something like, I don't know, some sushi restaurant or some like weird other shit. I mean, I kind of like sushi. Let's, I might even spend a lot on sushi. Let's call it a steak restaurant. All right. So what what is that number that you're like? Oh man, I didn't expect to be paying this tonight. In 2020 or 2021, because the price of everything is up like For, uh, I don't know. 25% at least on steaks. <laughs> so Okay. Why don't you give me a price on 2020 from, from the normal world? I don't know. If I'm if I'm sitting down at like a decent restaurant, mm -hmm. I figure the meal the entree is going to be probably like 50 bucks mm -hmm. plus like sides and drinks and whatever so i'm not going to be surprised to spend less than 100 bucks that I, I would feel like usually you walk out of a steak dinner like at least how like when i go with all you guys it's always like 200 dollars with the drinks the apps and all that stuff exactly mm -hmm. yeah i don't know all right so like all right so when we went to we went to vegas mm -hmm. and we went to S sdk mm -hmm. That restaurant was fucking awesome. It was really good. It was really expensive. Some of those guys split an appetizer. It was like this six-pound six like seafood, whatever, some shit. Mm -hmm. That was 250 bucks, And it was some seafood crap that I didn't really care about. So I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to get down on that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get down on that. I just got down on everything else. Gotcha. So they cut you out of that. Well, it's only fair if you order some like a crazy extravagant thing that like you know you didn't eat or partake in. It's like, yo, bro, count me out on that. Yeah. All right. So you're saying like 
if it's if if you're sitting down solo to a steak dinner with the boys and the and the bill is like two hundred and twenty five dollars with tip, you're out on that. You're going across the street to get the <laughs> I'm out on that. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna eat all my food. I'm gonna wait for the tip. I'm gonna wait for the bill to come. And then everyone's like, all right, it's two hundred twenty dollars. Like, you're, right, you're, you're gonna get up go, and just walk across the street, go get a slice. Is that is that is that the hard number like the two hundred fifty uh, two hundred twenty five dollars? Is that like you're walking out? No, there is no hard number. Again, maybe I made a lot of money that day. <laughs> okay, let's say it's a normal day, Scott. Let's just say it's a regular old day, and you're just like, nah, man, I'm not paying these types of prices. Well, now I regularly spend like thirty bucks just on a meal. Mm-hmm. The not fucking fancy we're Whoa, talking like 30 fucking a beer that's how much is out a, a meal is out there is, is 30 bucks for like a beer and like a burger and fries or something like that yeah jesus christ how much do you have to make to live out there at this point yeah fucking lot <laughs> are, you, are you gonna move out to uh are you gonna move out of the state or not nah? because you mentioned i don't know i need to figure that out soon is your, your brother's like ghosting you right he's just with his girl all the time now I mean, he's not ghosting me. I'm I bowl with him on Monday nights. Gotcha. Bowling league. Yeah, he he beat me out in shop this week. I I just every guy I started just didn't have it. Well, he accidentally started seeding lamb this, this week. week. Yeah. Got so it. he my brother butchered his lineup. He started someone up. Oh, Waller mm-hmm. got hurt, and then he had like two guys on the bench drop twenty points, and now he's got Mahomes on a bye. So my brother's done. He's screwed. Damn it, man! He, I, I, he, I lost to him, and then he just the next week he decides to take a knee and just he's like, I just wanted to beat cats, taking the Basically. knee right there. <laughs> um, all right, so um, last thing, man, we're gonna uh, go to the bold prediction. So, what's your bold prediction, Scotty? Super Bowl. No, no. What's what's your bold prediction like for the rest? Of the- oh, my bold prediction. Yeah. No. What's yeah? Oh. What's your Super Bowl, bro? Who's going for the bowl? <laughs> the Vikings. Yeah, that's that's crazy. No, no, definitely not them. Um, no, but your bold prediction, like, what's what's your bold prediction? It could be fantasy. Yeah, this gun is legal. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook helped me buy it. It's legal. <laughs> okay, but what's what's the bold prediction? The bold prediction? Yes. Damn. Let me get back to you on that one. What's your bold prediction? What's my bold prediction? Dead air. <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, my bold prediction is that for the rest of the season, Dak Prescott will be the number one quarterback in fantasy. That is a bold prediction. My bold prediction is that at the end of the season, the New York Giants fire Dave Gettleman. I, 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 I can't. I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there into the universe, and I'm hoping the universe comes back and delivers. The fact that that is a bold prediction is crazy to me. That it's like, are we gonna fire this fucking guy already? Like this guy's <laughs> just throwing a grenade into the whole franchise. And like his, I think a big problem with Gettleman is that like he goes for positions in years they're not deep. So like if you didn't get Kyler Murray in 2000, I think it was 18. It wasn't a time to get draft a quarterback that year. Uh, was it Haskins and Daniel Jones just weren't the guys, right? And he went and got a quarterback. And then uh, last year with the uh, the tackle, right, wasn't the year to get a tackle, right? And we got that guy Thomas, 
right? We 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 spent draft capital on that this year, right? Was the year to get a tackle. Wide Sean's, receiver. Yeah, uh, this uh, this yeah, year with the wide receiver, it's like this is not really the year to get a wide receiver. But the wide receiver we drafted should have been Rashad Bateman anyway. So. This is not really the year to draft a, a third round wide receiver in the first round. <laughs> yeah, I he he had shown so much promise in like those two games, and I I don't think he's he's been on the field for like a whole game since then. Do you think he's gonna uh, pan out for us, or he's just gonna be one of these guys that that you need to have like a snap count on where you can play like? Uh, he, he touched the ball like five times a game or something like that because if he touches it too often, he's just going to get injuries. He's, he's just that brittle. He's he's going to be a guy that is going to frustrate you mm-hmm. no matter what team, whether you're a Giants fan or you own him in your dynasty because he's going to show flashes mm-hmm. of brilliance. He's going to do really great things, and he's going to do really boneheaded things. He's going to make mistakes. And he's gonna get into fights. He's gonna get suspended. He's gonna say bad things in the in the press. He's gonna get in trouble, and uh, and then he's gonna score like two touchdowns, and then he's gonna fucking get benched, and then piss everyone off. Okay, your boy Dalvin Cook. Um, did he do it, man? Did he beat up on his woman, or is he is he is he uh, clear of all charges to you? He, my client is being accused <laughs> of some pretty outrageous things. <laughs> so you, I mean, yeah, I mean, after um, after January, I'm sorry, yeah, after uh, Feb, uh, December, though, after the fantasy playoffs, he's yeah, he he could have done it, maybe. We should we have to let the the courts uh, <laughs> decide how that okay go play right. out. But players really gotta stop. Being so fucking stupid. Yeah, it feels like football more than any other sport. Like I guess that like they're just high on like I don't know they just like it's such a gladiatorial sport more than anything. Yeah, I guess you're like beating people up and you're fucking like crunching everyone. You're like smashing off blockers that you just have this aggression, well, like, aggressional I'm like, instincts. Unlike, unlike hockey, basketball, and baseball, like when you walk out to a crowd, that's like eighty to a hundred thousand people in those crowds, and like you get that like that roar and i think football players are, are like I, I don't know like for when they're good man like you guys are that you can walk in anywhere and you don't have to pay for nothing like it's just like even in college like you're a much bigger deal like i i just feel it's like more of like a head trip than any other sport and like they probably feel that they're invincible at the end of the day it comes down to you got to be able to control your emotions mm-hmm. and whether you're a regular person or a professional athlete it probably doesn't matter you have to have that self-control. And if you don't have that self-control, you have to work on it and you have to learn how to gain that self-control. For sure. And I think that's... All right, man. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, hopefully we get you back on the show again. Uh, I'll definitely have you on the playoffs because I'm sure you'll be there and hopefully I just absolutely shit pump you, clown you bad again like I did last year. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. No shit talking back? <laughs> that was it you're like okay that's good i mean i'm gonna let my team do the talking on the field gotcha all right scotty we'll see you next time all right peace